when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, Happy New Year, my friends. Ah, 2020 is here. You know, I thought about releasing this podcast episode on December 27th, which was last week. But I thought, you know what? No one's going to be listening and thinking about how to plan their year uh, two days after the holiday. So let's wait uh, until the Friday before we all have to go back to work and talk about some ways to think about your year. And we thought, think about goal planning and talking about all of that. Most people start with the question, how or what do you want to do? And that's a fine place to start. But what I'm more interested in is having you ask yourself, how do you want to be? That's really where I think planning of any kind really starts to make sense. So for example, I'm a big doer. I love doing, I love checking off lists. I create lists. If I forgot to put something on a list and then I did it, I go back and create it just so I can check it off. I am like a addicted to checklists and to-do lists. In fact, I've had to do some heavy coaching of my own, meaning from my coach to me around schedules and planning because I so love planning and schedules until I don't. And then I beat myself up for not following my schedule. And does this sound familiar to anyone? And this is because I and many of you tend to function in the doing space. So back in November, when I started planning my year, my 2020 year, and that was pretty late for me, actually, because so many people need to get on my books and and and, and so what, or what's the word that I want to use and whatnot, there's what I want to say, uh, that I have to plan pretty early so I get out scheduling links to clients and so on and so forth. So back in November, when I started to plan, I was going down my usual route of all the things I wanted to do, and I just started to get overwhelmed. One of the things I wanted to do was to launch our course and membership that go with From Hostage to Hero. Some of you have asked me about that, said, hey, was that launching in January? And so I started to plan all that. I started to realize very quickly that I was overwhelmed and something was off. And that's when my coach, my brilliant, brilliant coach, asked me, sorry, what do you want or how do you want to be in 2020? Which is a very different question, isn't it? From what do you want to do? How do you want to be? And when I started thinking about how I wanted to be, I got some very interesting answers. I wanted to be calm. I wanted to be peaceful. I wanted to be focused. I wanted to be disciplined. I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to be healthy. And that's when I realized that all the things that I had on my list of things to do I wouldn't be able to be those things if I scheduled all of those things as I had previously thought I would. And that's when I had to make some pretty big decisions. One, I decided that I had to hold off on creating the membership. 
And we talked a lot about my coach and I, and I think this is really important for those of you out there in podcast land to be listening to as well, that there are seasons for things. If you're a doer like me, seasons just blow right past you. Or if you live in California, there are no seasons down there either. (laughs) But for me, it's just doing, 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 doing. And as my coach reminded me, you know, you think about like farming, farming, you plant the seed and then you tend to it or whatever farm lingo I'm not getting right now and then you harvest it and then you enjoy it so on and so forth and when I'm thinking about you know what I had done in terms of creative season I'd just written a book it just come out in November I'd spent the last 13 months prior um, well actually 13 months up till February of 2019 and then the last six months editing and getting it ready production so you know good two years um, almost creating that, writing it, editing it, getting it ready for production and actually getting it out into the world. That was a huge time and energy um, push for the book. And to go up forth from that and create the membership and the, the course would be another season of creativity where really now was the time to tend to some of the seeds that had been planted in my mind since getting the book finished. And so what I really recognized is that with all the ways of being that I wanted, I also recognized there was a new need, a new doing that was emerging for me. And that was this this need for development, to develop myself as a coach, to develop my business, to develop from Hostage Hero, to really take my time with that. And so that would be my my second question to you. My first question as you go to plan your year in 2020 is how do you want to be? Not just what do you want to do? How do you want to be? How do you want to feel? How do you want to operate? What kind of person do you want to be? And the second question then would be what's your word or your theme for 2020? When I finally recognized that my theme for 2020 was development, that really snapped a lot of things into place. Uh, I really got clear on what it is that I wanted to do and how I wanted to do that. My doing, and you've heard me say this before, came from being. And yet we don't do that very often. We decide all the things we want to do and then we kill ourselves trying to get them all done, never stopping for a moment to ask ourselves what kind of person we want to be, what kind of lives we want to lead. And I recognized that I wanted some space in my life. And so I went before I knew that my calendar would get crowded by other people's wants, needs, desires, all valid as well that I needed to carve out time for development. So that's exactly what I did. I got an actual paper planner out. I rarely use those. I usually are electronic and took a bunch of post-it notes and I put all the time that I wanted for business development, all the time I wanted for creating the course and the membership and all the time that I wanted to develop myself as a coach. And then I looked at what was left and that's what I'm giving to my clients. Now that was a very different way of approaching planning than I had ever done before. And it was very scary. And my saboteur was all over my shit when I was doing this. And it was just saying, how can you do this? You're not offering enough client time. And who do you think you are? And people are going to get upset. And I had to keep coming back to my theme of this is the time, this is the season for development. So that's what I'm doing for the first eight months 
of next year. Yes, I'll be working with clients, but not as much as I normally do because I'll be developing myself as a coach. I'll be developing my business and I'll be developing from Hostage to Hero so that we can launch that membership and course in the fall of 2020. So that's my second question to you. What's your theme for 2020? Because that really will help you inform the doing once you've answered the, also the other question of how you want to be. With that then comes the first doing activity, which is you need to schedule that shit. I mean, I it's one thing to say, I want to develop the business or I want to become a better coach or I want to spend more time with my family. You know this. The minute you say it, then all these requests come in for your time and you start saying yes to things without giving yourself even the option. So the first thing I did was not go put all the client time and all my speaking engagements and all those things that I, I want to have time for my calendar. I went and put all the time for me first with sticky notes. So I saw them big green and blue squares. Those are the colors I used for me. And then the pink squares, the ones that were left over, that's what I gave to other things. And boy, did that ever feel kind of crazy at first, but it felt so good once I got it done because I knew and I now know going into 2020, I have time set aside for me. Personally, I've decided to take personal time every quarter. I've decided to take a big vacation in August and not see clients that month and all the other kinds of fun things that I've done. I won't work more than one weekend um, in a month. I won't see more than three clients in a day. And this isn't just because, oh, I'm some diva that blah, blah, blah. This is when I really started asking myself questions of how do I do my best work? What is the best way I can show up for my clients? And I started to, to have to make some really important decisions around that. But I really realized in 2020 that, yes, I was going to develop myself, but also the time that I was going to spend with my clients, I wanted it to be quality. I wanted to give them my best version of me. And to do that, I needed to make some hard choices. How often do you ask yourself, how do I do my best work? For you, that might be something like, I refuse to work past six o'clock at night. I have to get a workout in every day. We tend to look at those things as extras or if I had time. And I tell you right now, if you don't take the time for that, it'll be 20 years from now, you're going to wonder where your life went. Life is lived now, my friend. We can talk a lot about self-care and all that kind of shit. And my question is, let's design or my, 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 oh, that not a question. My, my uh, inquiry for you is Let's design a life that we don't need to escape from, right? Yes, self-care is important, but not if we're using it as a way to continue to kind of put ourselves back together after we've beat the shit out of ourselves living our day-to-day -day life. And you can say, well, it's easy for you to say, sorry, you, you know, you, you own your own business. Well, you guys do too, many of you. Not all of you, but many of you. And those of you who don't, can still create some boundaries and some routines, which is the next thing is once you schedule that time, I want you to create some routines that are uniquely yours and ones you don't skip. For example, I have a morning and an evening routine. Now, when I say morning and evening routine, morning routine could be different times. It could be right at 530 in the morning. It could be at seven in the morning after I've had my coffee. It could be at 11. Most of the time it's at 11. 
because that's the time that it works for me. But when I have early clients or whatnot, or I have an all-day client or trial consulting, I can move that around. That's the whole point is that's this little block of time. It doesn't have to be set to a particular time, but it has to happen every day. And in my morning routine, I get up, I write my morning pages. Those are a, a little trick that I, I use from uh, Julia Cameron. If you don't know what those are, look up the artist's way. I do my three pages of morning pages. I have coffee. I journal. I check my email and then I get to work. And about 11 o'clock, I take two hours for myself. So I get on my elliptical or I go to a yoga class. I come home. I meditate. I shower. I get ready for the afternoon. I have lunch and boom, I work another four hours. That's my routine. That little two hour break in the middle of the day, sometimes in the morning, plus my morning pages and journaling and, and checking my email. That happens every day. So my question to you is, what is your morning routine? It doesn't have to look like mine, but you have to have something that helps you, what my coach uses the word, attune to yourself, to come back in touch with who you are and what you want for your life. For me, that's journaling and meditation and physical exercise. My day isn't right unless I have at least those three things present journaling, meditating, and exercise. That's what helps me do my best work. That's what helps me enjoy my life. That's what helps me really be creative are those things. My evening routine, I do uh, some courses in the evening, uh, online courses, whether it has to do with my weight loss program or some coaching stuff. I do a quiet time ritual where I write my goals and I do visioning and I read and stretch. And now those are the four things that I do every night. Some courses, some reading, some stretching, and my quiet time ritual. What's your routine? Because that is something that helps you attune to yourself, is uniquely yours, and gives you something to look forward to at the beginning and end of your day. Start with just a morning routine, even if it's only 30 minutes. But 2020 is a time to take your life back. Now, once you make these decisions, you schedule, you decide how, who you want to be and how you want to be, you decide what your theme is for the year. For example, my theme is development. That's the first eight months. Uh, I haven't figured out my theme for the last four months. So it may not be a year long thing. It might just be quarterly. Your theme may change, but you've decided what your theme is. You scheduled your time out. You've got your routines going. You think the hard part is over, but it's not <laughs> because now comes boundaries because the minute you make some decisions about how it is you want to be or how you want to show up, how you want to live, there are going to be people who are going to want your time. There are going to be things that test your resolve. And so what I suggest that you do is create what I call a litmus test. So for me, before I take any engagement, I have to answer at least three out of these four questions in the affirmative. And if I can't do that, I don't even consider it. All right. So the first question, whether this is take a client to create a new course, to take a speaking gig, anything like that. The first question is, do I want to? <laughs> That's my first question. Because so often we do things we don't want to do. We say yes, when we really want to say no. So that's my first question. If I can't get past that, I don't even go to the next questions. The next question is, does it fit my schedule? So I've been really clear that I'm not going to be moving things around now that I have everything in place. Uh, if, it, if it doesn't fit, 
it doesn't fit. I spent a long time carving out my time. Now, if I can switch it with something else easily, that's a different thing entirely, but that would fit in the mold of does it fit my schedule? The third thing is does it advance my goals? So a lot of times I get questions to speak for this group or that group and it's not trial lawyer related or it doesn't uh it is trial lawyer related but it doesn't really advance my goals it's not the right audience or or so on and so forth and for me 2020 is all about being focused and developing myself and my business and so for now I'm going to say no if it doesn't advance my goals and the fourth one is does the money make sense sometimes there doesn't have to be any money involved that could make sense But I'm not going to knock myself out and fly across the country for a gig where I'm not getting paid. It's not the right audience. I don't want to do it and doesn't fit my schedule. I suggest you also create a litmus test because any kind of decision making you can do ahead of time is going to help. (laughs) Meaning when you've already decided, for example, for me, I'm not going to work more than one weekend a month. And that's normally a client thing or a studio class. Once that's on there, it's not even a question for me. If somebody says, hey, can you come out and you're gonna have to fly out over Saturday or I look at my schedule, I already say, nope, I already got something that month. I'm not gonna be away from my daughter that long. Here's the thing, you can decide to make these choices. And if you want to live a big, bold life, you've got to make these choices. You get to decide how your life is lived. Take that power back. So to reiterate, who do you want or how do you want to be? What's your theme for the year or the quarter? Schedule that out. Create some routines and hold boundaries with a litmus test. That's one way to hold boundaries. There's other ways. So there's your five steps. Five steps to planning 2020 and living the life that you love. You can do this. It just takes some planning and it takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of thinking about how you actually want to be in the world. Get rid of what do I want to do? That's important. I started there and notice that I'm still keeping the the membership in the course. It just moved down the line because I decided that for now, I want to take a little time to develop myself before I start creating again. It's not the season for creation yet. It will be. But right now is all about developing me and my business and eventually from hostage to hero. I hope that helps. I hope you have a wonderful start to 2020. I am looking forward to being with you every Friday this year. Uh, Look for that membership in the fall. Uh, I'm happy to be starting the women's coaching program here in a couple of weeks. And if you need to work with me in 2020, let me just quickly run you down how you can do that. There are two main ways to work with me right now. The first way is to attend a studio class. Uh, At the recording of this podcast, which is about a month in advance, so things may have really changed, we are sold out of the February voir dire that there were so many people that wanted to attend that, that we switched to April to be also a voir dire studio. There were already seats the day we announced it taken. So that may not have seats left anymore, but check at the time of this recording. If you want voir dire training, that's really your opportunity to get it or else you're going to have to now wait till September because July is our opening statement class. So you can come and you can work with me in a studio format, either voir dire or opening statement. We've got five scheduled in 2020. The second way that you can work with me in 2020 is to do some one-on-one consulting. I do three-day or five-day 
gigs. Most of my gigs are five day because that will get you both wadir and opening preparation. And we do offer three days for those of you who only want to come out and work on Voidir or only want to come out and work on opening, but I suggest the five day if possible. And you can learn more about the one-on-one. I only offer literally a handful of those engagements and I, at least half of them are booked at this time of this recording. So there are just a few left. You can go to sorrydlm.com and click on work with sorry one-on-one and that will get you some information on how to work with me one-on-one coming out to Portland or bringing me out to you. Although we'll tell you due to my new boundaries this year, I'm not going to be going very many places outside of speaking engagements. You'll have to come to me. Um, The third way that you can work with me is when that membership slash course opens in the fall. And that will be a situation where we will have um, all of the video content created to be supporting the book, uh, workbooks, we'll have um, coaching times, case workshop, all kinds of things included in that membership program. It's a big deal, which is why I'm putting it off. So I really, really I'm able to launch it the way that I want. That'll be coming out in September. That's the plan, at least now, coming out in September. And until then, make sure you join our From Hostage to Hero Facebook group because I'll be going in there live at least once a month and teaching and taking questions on things in the book or things you're learning in the podcast. All right, 2020, it's all about focus and seeing clearly. That's what we're doing this year. So get it started now. Figure out what you want this year to look like, because what you focus on, you create. You know, I've said that with jurors. It's also true of your own life. All right, let's make this year a great one. Thanks, everybody. That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, sorrydlm.com, for other must-have resources from Sorry Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sari's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today. And until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.